everyone, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everybody doing today? I hope wonderful. I hope excellent. So today we'll be um, we'll be talking about what narcissistic abuse looks like in a parental uh, parental child form. So, like I've said before, I kind of wasn't even sure if I wanted to talk about this because this is still very fresh for me personally, and I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know how it'll affect me, but, I, and I don't know how much insight I can give because, like, you know, the reason why I can talk about a lot of things um, is because I've, I've researched it, but also I've, I've done a lot of healing work so I can see things from a much more different perspective, from a more, um, what do I want to say? Like, it's not as close to me, you know, <laughs> like something that's really fresh that I, that I'm working through, which would, this would be, uh, this would be this, <laughs> or that would be this, um, but I felt like it, this is just really, really important because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, like, I never really, I never really heard about narcissism growing up. But on top of that, like, I just didn't even realize that this could be a thing when it comes to parents, you know, and how... How narcissism operates when it comes to narcissistic abuse like it's just very it, it looks different than a relationship I know that from experience but also like doing the research that I have done thus far but again I have to say like I don't know how much insight I'll be able to give because I'm very much in the middle of the that healing process so it's not far away it's not far enough for me to be able to see as much as like you know my past relationship with someone who is abusive but um I'll give it my best shot I might not be giving much input I don't know but at least I'll be giving information so this I got from psychcentral.com and this is eight toxic ways narcissistic mothers emotionally abuse their children um and again again, I, I haven't done like a ton of looking at this so like I don't know if this could also be narcissistic fathers I'm sure that there's probably that abuse looks different from with mothers versus fathers I'm sure that's the case but I'm also sure you could probably like just put parent and it'll be you know close enough so there we go uh let's get into the first one chronically shaming your child it says shaming is a tactic that a tactic the narcissistic mother uses to ensure that her child never develops a stable sense of identity or self-esteem to ensure that they never grow independent enough outside of seeking her validation or approval so basically just trying to hinder your child and make them dependent on you you know um and i do think that this is probably just common with um abuse or narcissism narcissism yeah narcissism in general um 
because they're gonna they're gonna talk down to you and belittle you and make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about make you feel like you're just wrong all the time so that you can trust their version of reality that's kind of like what this is talking about um but it's also it's a little bit deeper because it's saying like now the child won't have a sense of identity or self-esteem so they won't know who they are like as a child you just won't be able to really get to know yourself and learn who you are um as a person you're just gonna have the identity that your parents give you and I can speak on that a little bit because I'm like it was just always what my mom wanted so in pleasing her and trying to make her happy so it was like I didn't get to really learn too much about what makes me happy I was too busy trying to make her happy that was my identity whatever she she molded out for me like I looking back that's one thing that I kind of realized was like okay I I never got to learn anything about myself because my mom through shaming yeah in other tactics she kind of showed me what she wants for me and doesn't want for me and I followed that path uh, of trying to make her happy you know and it's it's so it's interesting because I feel like doing it this way is not someone directly telling you and in fact they might tell you like the words that come out of their mouth might be different than what they are actually teaching you with actions um but those actions will definitely tell you exactly what they want you know um there's a difference like I mean I guess where are you gonna really listen to if someone's like yeah you could take a piece of candy from the bowl or if every time you take a piece of candy from the bowl that person slaps your hand like what are you gonna do are you gonna you're gonna be like oh they they want me to you're probably gonna be really confused to be honest and that's a lot of (laughs) narcissistic abuse as well but you're probably gonna be like okay I'm not gonna take a candy from the bowl because she that person keeps slapping my hand so they don't want me to take it obviously (laughs) or maybe it's not even obvious you're just not going to do it though so um that's that uh number two she sets up damaging comparisons along her children as well as her peers as their peers um let me read a little bit more (laughs) i don't really i'm really sorry i feel like in almost everything I'm really comfortable talking about stuff and especially examples and I'm so so uncomfortable about talking about this um so I apologize (laughs) I'm like where where's the line what do I say and what do I not say but I guess I should just treat this as like any other article I've ever read and just give my my experiences but it just makes me really uncomfortable and nervous especially since I've had family just kind of really go in on me about my belief about my mom being narcissistic anyway so I feel very uh, about it but um let me take a quick drink oh my gosh um but yeah, I'm gonna just try to get all that out, like, whatever. 
this is my truth right this is what i see so okay so number two she sets up damaging comparisons among her children as well as their peers it says like any narcissist a narcissistic mother engages in triangulation manufacturing triangles among her children and even their peers she destructively compares her children to their peers teaching them that they fall short in terms of looks personality obedient behavior and accomplishments um so this is definitely something that I've experienced in fact me and my sister have never had a relationship and I've talked about this before we've never had a relationship um and it's kind of interesting because there's times where we've tried to and um I'm trying to think I'm like I don't think my mom really stepped in she never encouraged us to have a relationship though um I just think it's interesting because um my sister's husband who I I I think we're both on the same page that he's a narcissist (laughs) but uh, he actively tried to keep us apart um you know I think one way my mom really did this though is she would talk a lot of trash about my sister to me and probably talked a lot of trash about me to her um (laughs) but she really kind of painted my sister in a certain light and it was not a good light and so therefore I didn't really look at my sister in a good light however I didn't have this experience with her I mean, I didn't, I didn't spend time with my sister. I was not around my sister. So all I could go based off of are these um, stories about her. I mean, I think she definitely pitted us against each other a lot, though. And I mean, she did. She also would do this with my friends, but I didn't really have my friends around as much but I remember this much more in early childhood where I I literally couldn't have friends without my mom being involved um and she you know I there's just moments that really stick out to me and this will seem kind of silly maybe but I just remember this time that really kind of crushed me uh we me and my friend and my mom we went on this trip and we were stopping somewhere to get something to eat and um we were getting some sandwiches or whatever and she asked how we wanted it and I wanted my sandwich without mayonnaise and my mom was like oh my god you don't like mayonnaise whose child are you and my friend did want mayonnaise on hers and she really praised my friend for wanting mayonnaise on her sandwich and really kind of unnecessarily talked down to me about not wanting mayonnaise she made me really feel like shit about not liking mayonnaise and like I said it's kind of ridiculous but it was really strong it really stuck with me (sighs) um and like I said like she she really did this (laughs) she didn't do that specifically with me and my sister but you know she really would keep us apart and like do things with just her and do things with just me and like treated my sister very very differently um which is something that happens with uh narcissistic parents where they'll have a golden child and like the black sheep and I very often was the black sheep um 
but she, you know, I, I don't see the point in you telling me about how you got her flowers and all these really great things and did all these really nice things for her. You, you call and check in on her and whatever. And I know that I never get that. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never had my mom call and check on, check in on me. I've never had her give me things just because like not like flowers to lift my mood or anything like that these loving gestures have never come my way um so I'm like there's a clear comparison in her head and it was really kind of like I don't know I never felt the need to fight my sister for my mom's love but I did know that there was a competition (laughs) you know So, three, she treats her children as extensions of her. The narcissistic narcissistic mother micromanages and exerts an excessive level of control over the way her children act and look to the public. Her children are objects and must be pristine and polished in every way, lest their reputation or appearance taint her own. Uh, This is actually really important. Uh, Though she criticizes them and treats them with contempt behind closed doors in public, she shows her children off as if they were prized possessions. I find that to be very true. I found it very confusing as a kid that my mom would always just have shit to say about me at home. I could not do anything right <laughs> but in public she'd be like oh yeah Michelle's so great she's so wonderful you know and I was like okay I, like like I would take the public validation I'm like okay so and this is literally what I was thinking as a kid I'm like okay so my mom doesn't hate me okay she just never says that like but this is this must be what she thinks because this is what she's telling other people that's how I thought about it and I I, you know now I'm like I don't know I don't know how narcissists think (laughs) but like I don't know what's real maybe both 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 feelings are real but I'm like just because someone says something good about you in public doesn't mean you know it's more important actually it's more important to have the same face in public as well as behind closed doors that's what I ultimately learned um but you know I find it kind of interesting that well there were certain things my mom really cared about when it came to looks like infamously my mom is so weird about having matching socks like she's so fucking anal about it it's like really weird actually um, but she she didn't really care for me I took care of myself so I'd go around looking really busted especially because you <laughs> I have ADHD and people with ADHD are kind of infamously known to not take very good care of themselves because it's just not fun for one and you'd rather be doing other things so that was me as a kid I'm like I don't care what my hair looks like I don't care what my clothes look like I just need to not be naked in public right so (laughs) I just kind of go out looking any kind of way and my mom didn't care she wasn't she wasn't really watching over me to be honest so it didn't matter to her I don't know if she even noticed (laughs) um number four she competes with her children disrupts their transition to adulthood and crosses sexual boundaries it is common for narcissistic mothers to compete with their children especially their own daughters the narcissist the narcissistic mother is likely to overvalue her looks and sexual prowess female narcissists 
exhibit internalized misogyny and often view other females as competition. The daughter is thus looked upon with fury, jealousy, and envy of her own offspring. Uh, no, and envy her own offspring is viewed as a threat. <clears throat> as a result, she may devalue her daughter's appearance, criticize her body, and shame her. Hmm. I'm just reading more of this. Um, it's basically talking about how my ex- she might also expose her daughters to inappropriate discussions about sex or flaunt her flaunt their encourage them to flaunt their sexuality. Um, hmm. I find that interesting. In other cultures where sexuality is a form of sugar. Okay. I I don't I don't I didn't really have that. <laughs> um, that might be for mothers who actually pay attention to their kids because my mom was actually very neglectful. Uh, she did not watch over me in any kind of way. Um, so she wouldn't have been, she wasn't there to give me any kind of advice actually, but um, yeah, she wouldn't be talking to me about anything like that. Um, I found this this part about disrupting their transition to adulthood interesting, but I don't really see anything in the description about that. But um, let's go on to the next point. Number five, an obsession with the external at the expense of her child's needs. To the narcissistic mother, appearances are everything. She may construct the false image of being sweet, loving, and charitable person to others, all while gossiping about others engaging in <laughs> engaging in petty one-upping and abusing her child her children emotionally physically or even sexually she enjoys the social status of being a mother without doing the actual maternal work she shows off her children without properly tending to their basic emotional and psychological needs to her how things look is far more important than how they actually are so uh, yeah, I definitely find that to be true. Hold on. Very interesting. I- I'm just gonna read this because I, <laughs> I just find this really interesting. Um, where was I? Oh, depending on her social class, the narcissistic mother may enlist the help of others to care for her children while neglecting to give her children affection or attention when they are around treating them as nuisances rather than human beings she may even be callous and cold to the point where she refuses to touch her children altogether so i definitely relate to that. <laughs> like i relate to that very much um my mom is is very well known for being like a very sweet elderly like will give you the shirt off her back like wonderful wonderful beautiful woman um I've had so many people tell me that I definitely believed that myself for a long time and not to say that there's not a part of that that's true I get I'm like I don't know I don't want to say too much because again I'm still trying to understand everything and unwrap everything and heal from things so what I say now how I feel now might be much different later on (laughs) once I've I've actually gotten the whole picture of the situation and my trauma and healed from it I I don't remember where 
how I felt about my ex was very different than how I felt right after I got the whole picture and it's very different from how I feel now about him in our whole situation so there's that <laughs> but uh the fact is that yes she has that persona that's how she sees how that's how she is seen um that's what people would say like oh you're so lucky to have the mom the mom that you do and I'm like oh my god yeah you're right um but yeah she definitely got like it would drive me crazy because I'm not that type of a person to like gossip a lot about others like I definitely can be that person don't get me wrong I definitely can but like she would do that a lot here where she wants to be in all of my neighbors um business and find out everything about them and gossip about them and I just remember so many times where she'd be trying to tell me so much dirt on these people that she knows um because my sister used to live in the same area and I was just like I would literally be like I don't want to know like I don't care that is not my business I don't care what happened in the past like that I that has nothing to do with me and she would be like kind of upset that I wouldn't want to sit there and talk about this stuff with her and she'd really be trying hard to talk about it <laughs> like, like she wouldn't take no as an answer she's like no I gotta tell you and I just didn't like it um <laughs> just a very gossipy um she definitely does some petty one-upping and it's very subtle I feel like or maybe I'm wrong I'd really have to think on it but I don't want to do that right now (laughs) Um, uh, and obviously there was a lot of emotional abuse physical abuse would be like I would never consider what happened to me to be physical abuse it was spanking Um, but again (laughs) what I'm trying to (laughs) formulate in my head but I know a lot of people do consider that abuse I don't consider spanking abuse but I don't agree with it either um and there was never anything sexual I really think the whole part about um the social status of being a mom without doing the actual maternal work is just like the best line like I there's nothing more accurate than that um Number six, (laughs) engages in horrific boundary breaking. At the other end of the spectrum, the narcissistic mother may become so enmeshed with her children and and overbearing that she engages in covert emotional incest. She makes her children the center of a world and responsible for fulfilling her emotional needs. There is a lot of that for sure. (laughs) Um... Rather than taking on the responsibilities of being an authority figure and parent, she parentifies her own children, making them feel obligated to cater to her arbitrary desires and expectations. She violates her children's basic basic needs for privacy and autonomy, depending, oh, sorry, no, demanding to know every facet of their lives. Um... And there's more here, and I, I do encourage you to look up this article on Psych Central. Um, yes, <laughs> I was like, yes to all of that. Where do I begin? Um, that's just that was really that that's the relationship with my mom. And, you know, for both me and my sister, it's being her parent. My sister has definitely 
filled that role a lot more which I think that's why she you know among other things I think that's why my sister's the golden child and my mom doesn't like me so much and doesn't mess with me so much because my mom is like I mean this is her all the time Michelle I can't do this can you help me and I'm like you're very intelligent you are very capable this is a very simple task you are absolutely able to do that task or figure it out on your own and I will not be bothered with trying to help her with things and go out of my way to (laughs) to do these little things for her um my husband is kind of the same way although he will help her uh he will help her sometimes you know he he's like she's old I'll, I'll help her with some stuff but you know in general we're like I'm not trying to be bothered I'm not trying to be bothered I will and I think we're both like this like absolutely I will go out of my way that's not the issue for somebody that I care about I will absolutely go out of my way however if it's something really easy that I know you could do if I know that you're just not putting any effort into doing it or trying to figure it out where it's ultimately like you just don't want to do it (laughs) then I'm not gonna do that and you know my mom has definitely have admitted that to me where she's like yeah I could I just don't want to and I prefer you to do it (laughs) so I'm like no that's not what's gonna happen here I'm not gonna do that for you um that's just like physical things now she also (laughs) my mom would never ask me about what's going on in my life she would never ask me about my day um but I would often have to spend hours listening to her and her problems what's going on at her job and helping her figure out tough situations you know and and soothing her it really was me being a parent to her um uh that's just what it was you know and it, it was kind of like a family joke that my mom's kind of like the child of the family and the kids are actually the parents, but the, it really was that. Uh, yeah. Number seven, <laughs> becomes enraged at any perceived th- threat to her superiority. <clears throat> the narcissistic mother is not unlike sorry i'm trying to get this right (laughs) just one moment Um, where was i okay so the narcissistic mother is not unlike any other narcissist in that she feels entitled to have her way and endures narcissistic injury when the sense of superior superiority is questioned or threatened in any way as a result her emotions tend to be psychological be a psychological roller coaster from start to finish from the sudden outbursts of rage when you fail to obey her demands to the abrupt love bombing which occurs when she needs anything from her children there is little consistency in a household with a narcissistic mother her children walk on eggshells every day fearful of encountering their mother's rage and punishment um this is definitely it rings true I, i'm kind of like I don't know if I feel like this makes it sound a lot more a lot more than it is however I'm like a for a lot of people it probably is um this is probably accurate this is might be uh, even less than what their reality is but also I'm like I again I wouldn't have the most accurate gauge of what 
I've been dealing with. Oh, my kids are going to start yelling, so sorry if you hear it. But, um, nonetheless, this is true. And I've talked about this. I think I talked about this before, but, you know, that's the way my mom would manipulate my kids is, you know, love bombing them to get them to do things that she wants them to do. Um, I mean, that's how she would do do us as well, me and my sister. Uh, that's why my sister gets the love bombing. <laughs> I don't get that because <laughs> I, I never make her happy. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm more likely to get the outbursts of rage. Um, but I'm like, I don't think as an adult she really yelled at me or anything. I'm trying to think. As a kid, literally constantly. Okay. Sorry, just a moment. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there, but kids are yelling. Um, but yes, as a child, I was just, there really wasn't any peace. It was really like my mom was either completely ignoring me, like I didn't exist, or she was unhappy with me and yelling at me, and I was in trouble. Like, I was just always, always in trouble. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen this more when it comes to my mom and my kids because they're at a younger age. And what I've kind of learned is that narcissists love young kids because they give them the attention and love that they want. Um, however, they're my kids, <laughs> so they're very independent at a very young age, and it's not always going to be, like, it's not going to be wonderful all the time. They're going to want to do their own thing, and maybe it's not what you want them to do, or, you know, whatever. So, uh, I, I've been able to kind of see more clearly the love bombing versus outbursts, um, like my mom berating my son when he wouldn't go on the escalator and, you know, stuff like that that was just really kind of over the top, but obviously something she didn't like happened, so there had to be a punishment, and that was revoking her love and kindness. Uh, number eight, and this is the last one. Uh, emotionally invalidates guilt trips and gaslights her children a child a child's reactions to her narcissistic mother's abuse are frequently met with invalidation shaming and further gaslighting and this is just narcissism in general the narcissistic mother lacks empathy for the feelings of her children and fails to consider their basic needs a narcissistic mother is prone to telling her children that the abuse never occurred. It is common for the narcissistic mother to claim that her child is being oversensitive or overreacting to horrendous acts of psychological violence. Um, this part's interesting too. I always try not to read everything within these articles, so if you guys want more information, you can find it and not just get everything from me because I didn't write this stuff. But a lot, sometimes this stuff is just like 
oh, this whole thing's really interesting. I need to share it all. Okay. Um, but this next part says the narcissistic mother has no qualms about using her emotional outbursts to control and manipulate her children. Yet when her children express their emotions, she invalidates them completely. She redirects the focus to her needs and guilt trips her children at every sign of perceived disobedience. She provokes her children and is, is sadistically pleased when her put-downs and insults have staying power. Wow. That's a lot. Um, I think this is very, very true, but I think this is true for all narcissists. Um, that's just kind of their MO along with manipulation is heavily gaslighting and, and just flipping the script on you and like no not me you um and making you feel terrible about it uh yeah uh yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm reading a little bit more but it's more about empath mothers but actually i should add this i've already read nearly the whole um section here but it says em- empathic mothers are attuned to the emotional welfare of their children. Narcissistic mothers represent a perversion of the maternal instinct. <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know what to add to it. So that's why I just keep reading and saying things. Because I'm like, what can I comment on? And I'm like, it just is, you know. Um, it just is. So that's all I really have to say about it. So, yeah, I hope that was helpful, and, uh, I don't know, I don't know what I want to say, I'm like, I'm trying to be very careful with my words, I'm so uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but, um, I do hope that this was helpful, and, um, you got something out of it. <laughs> um, so if you guys have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email me at themishmosh at gmail.com. And um, you can check out my Facebook and Instagram at Mishmosh Podcasts. And um, yeah, that's it. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.